0: You're listening to Your Jewish Life, Your Way with Karen Cinnamon, the podcast that explores what it feels like to be Jewish or Jewish in 2022. On the show, we divulge all of the secrets and know-how to being confident in celebrating and living your Jewish life your way with easy, simple ways to embrace your mishpacha through the traditions and rituals you've been dying to learn more about. So save your kvetching, we are talking less Jewish guilt and more Jewish joy here on out. Yalla, forget about the right and wrong ways to be Jewish. It's time to create a Jewish life you love living. Welcome to today's episode with me, Karen. It's lovely to sit down with you and spend some time with you. And I thought it would be really fun to do a Jewish home tour, a tour of my new home and how we make it Jewish and and what we have in our house that makes it Jewish and then the things that are not tangible that make it Jewish. So, Do you want to come with me on a Jewish home tour? I know it's not YouTube. I know you can't see stuff, but I thought we could just have a chat about it and I'll talk you through. And also it's a really fun episode for me personally, because we've actually just moved into our dream home, our forever home. We moved back in the summer. As soon as we moved in, it felt like home and it's just such an exciting period in our lives. We worked hard for this for many, many years. It was on our dreams list and we made it happen this past summer. And it's a very exciting time. So as I take you on the tour, do bear in mind that actually we've got plans to renovate and I'll talk you through that as well. So the layout and what have you won't be as is maybe in a year's time. Maybe I'll do an update. So let's talk about a Jewish home and what makes a Jewish home Jewish? What makes a Jewish home Jewish? I know what I believe the answer to be, and I hope you agree with me that the answer is you. It's you. Yes, the Jewish objects and rituals we do within our home creates the Jewish home and all that meaning and beauty. But it's you that creates a Jewish home. And if you're listening to this and you live on your own, it doesn't matter about family size either. It's the Jewish heart that makes a Jewish home. I love that quote by Rabbi Josh Lesser. He said, and I latched onto it. He said, "It's a Jewish heart that makes a Jewish home. And for me personally, the main priority of a Jewish home is Jewish values. That's what holds dear to me. For context for this Jewish home tour, I do not consider myself to be a super religious Jew. I don't box myself as any other type of Jew. I'm not going to tell you I'm a progressive Jew or a secular Jew or a traditional Jew. And then you're going to think, well, what kind of Jewish home does that type of Jew have? I don't believe, if you know me by now, I don't believe in labels, boxing. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. I'm a proud Jew, living in a proud Jewish home full of Jewish values, warmth, openness, and inclusivity. I'm sure, well, maybe you know, maybe you don't know, that I also run Smashing the Glass, which is a Jewish wedding blog, Instagram, YouTube platform, Empire. (laughs) I'll link to Smashing the Glass in the show notes. At Smashing the Glass, obviously we talk about the chuppah to, to the couples that are getting married and what does the chuppah represent? And it represents the home you're going to have as a couple together and the four sides are open to represent how warm and inviting and inclusive your home will be. And I very much believe in that. So I'm going to go through sort of the items we have in our Jewish home and which room, but um, there's certain items that we don't have, say like a Havdala set because we don't practice Havdalah. If you want a comprehensive list, a really handy checklist of everything you need to set up your modern Jewish home, all the bits, and it's a really exhaustive list, by no means do you need all those things. I do have a handy free checklist of everything you need for your modern Jewish home. If you just go to yourjewishlife.co slash home, you can download that free checklist, which is really useful. Also bear in mind when I talk about the items that we have in our Jewish home, then when it, when you're relating it to yourself, they don't need to be expensive to be meaningful. Okay. They can be family heirlooms. They could be something that you DIY'd yourself, or maybe your niece or nephew or child crafted a beautiful, cute little Hanukkiah. It doesn't matter. It's the meaning that they hold and the traditions that you're either continuing or slightly evolving. I wrote a piece for the BBC. We'll link to it in the show notes recently about how we celebrate Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur with young children. I have two children aged seven and eight and we've always, you know, done the holidays with them in different ways obviously when they were much younger and I wrote an article about that and we talk about how we've made up some of our own traditions like one of the traditions we've done is my girls like sprinkling sprinkles in the honey sometimes when we dip the apple in the honey and that's our own tradition or at the Shabbat table we have our own tradition as well as the beautiful rituals that 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 we continue for thousands of years we've added in our own ritual of going around the table and talking about our highlight of the week and also one thing we're grateful before we do that every Shabbat so you can also introduce your own traditions let's dive into my Jewish home and I can't wait to talk to you about it so we moved in last summer and obviously one of the very first things we did was hang up our mezuzah it's a beautiful wooden mezuzah we might at some point if we see something more beautiful that we love invest in it and change our mezuzah I do believe and I learned this from Michaela Ezra We'll link to her podcast episode in the show notes. She shared with me how investing in Judaica is a really wonderful way to have a meaningful Jewish home. Not that, like I said earlier, not that Judaica has to cost anything to be meaningful, but when you invest in something you love, it brings you so much more joy. You want to look at it all the time, you want to feel that pride. So, for instance, one of the things in my home, I'm sort of jumping into inside the house, but I want to just relate it while it comes to me, is I have the most beautiful Hanukkah that I'm literally obsessed with. It's beautiful. It's clear. I don't know if we can link to a photo of it in the show notes. We'll see if we can, but it's just my style. It's so beautiful. And I found it in New York City a few years ago and just obsessed with it. My whole family would tell you how I'm obsessed with this Hanukkah. And because I love it so much, we have it on display all year round and it brings me joy daily. Whereas before this Hanukkah, we did use an old Erlim Hanukkah that though it had meaning, it I didn't like it aesthetically. So we sort of put it away all year round. And when you invest in beautiful Judaica that you love, You proudly put it on display. It's around the house. It gives you joy daily. And I think it really does infuse Jewish joy and Jewish pride. So I do believe in investing in beautiful Judaica as and when you find it, as and when it's the right time in your life. So we have our mezuzah. And what I love about the mezuzah is once you... See your mezuzah once you walk in past your mezuzah. It's that powerful reminder to leave anxiety at the door and feel safe and contented in your home. And I really do feel that in our new home. I feel so contented and so happy, and it's just been been an amazing milestone and dream for our family to be able to move into this house. So that we have our mezuzah. Then, in, as soon as you step inside, you're in the hallway. And in the hallway, we have a chest that we keep all our sort of bits and pieces. So we have a drawer for our pot that we've gathered from different weddings and our own wedding, which we use it for Shabbat and for our guests. We also keep our challah cover there when we're not using it um, on Fridays. It's a beautiful challah cover by Ayin, which is the Judaica brand by Michaela Ezra, whom I mentioned earlier. And it gives me so much joy. It's a, it's an expensive challah cover, and I sort of had my eye on it for years. That's another example of sort of you know investing in something. And when we moved to this new house, I wanted to invest in it and bought it, and it's just so beautiful. It gives me so much joy. We'll link to those challah covers um, in the show notes. And 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 Michaela wrote such a beautiful note when she sent it, saying that this challah cover will share in all the memories for all my family. And it's true. And, and that challah cover means a lot to me. We also, I also want to, I haven't got this yet, but also want to buy a cute little Shabbat guest book, which I think will be a very cute way to immortalize all our Shabbat dinners, have guests write something in it. I think that's a cute idea that I want to do in the next couple of months. Just want to take a moment to invite you over to my place. That's my Jewish community, Smashing Life, a place for everyone, Jewish or Jewish, to feel welcome. It's a non-judgmental Jewish community that nourishes and empowers you and gives you everything you need to feel Jewish at heart and supercharged in life, hosted by me, Karen Cinnamon. I'm going to hand over to one of our members, Jeanette, uh, so you can hear what she has to say about Smashing Life. I love all the perks of being in Smashing Life from the masterclasses to the resources to the discounts to the opportunity to crowdsource in the Facebook group. It all provides so many great benefits. We also have forums, recipes, book clubs, craft clubs, modern Jewish life experts, Zoom Kabbalat Shabbat, monthly expert masterclasses, social events, online and real life, discounts, gifts, and I could go on and on. It really is the place for every Jewish woman. It is super inclusive super warm um, and I invite you to come and join us and connect with me and hundreds of other like-minded Jewish women from all over the world. You'll find a beautiful community local to you and you'll also create new Jewish friends all over the world to share Jewish culture and joy with and learn Jewish rituals that will fill your life with purpose. So head on over to smashinglife.club and come join us what else do we keep in the chest? We keep benches, although we don't really bench in our home, but we have kept benches from weddings. And that's probably about it in in the chest. Um, Then we sort of move into the main room, which leads into the so it's a lounge, a living room area leads into the dining room, leads into the kitchen. But we're actually got plans in the next few months to knock all the walls down and create a beautiful open plan space. We love open plan. Our previous uh, apartment where we lived was a converted piano factory, and it was all big windows and open plan, and we love that. We love being in each other's pockets and just being together all the time. We're a very tight family unit, and also we uh, just aesthetically. I love the open plan feel. So soon. It will be a different kind of space. And I'll do an updated home tour, but the moment you move into the sort of main room where there's that beautiful Hanakia that I told you about. There's memories of my mum everywhere. My mum sadly passed away a year ago, and she was a sculptor. So we have her sculptures around, which which gives me lots of joy. We have pictures, family pictures of my parents and our wedding, and we love we love photos and memories and yeah, all that good stuff is around. We also, moving into the dining room, we keep our, so we have one really expensive set of silver candlesticks that my husband's family bought us as a wedding gift. They're beautiful, but they're they're sort of rather expensive and a little bit old-fashioned style. They don't fit with the style of our house, so we treasure them, but we don't have them on display all the time. We don't use them every Friday um, normally what we use in friday are our beautiful glass candlesticks do you get a theme here i love glass i love see-through <laughs> i love the brand cartel you know we have the ghost chairs just just love all that and anyway so we have these beautiful glass candlesticks that were actually on our wedding gift list that so we've had them since the day we were married and we keep them on our beautiful oak dining table, which is our sort of big farmhouse kitchen table that seats 12 people that again, that's why we wanted that open plan living space to sort of that feel of just space and a table that's always ready to host. And we love that. So the, the glass candlesticks sit on the dining table all week round. And then we have our kiddish cups to the side. We have kiddish cups for our little girls that my husband' parents can leave bought them. We have our own Kiddush cup. It was a wedding gift from my husband's uncle who we're very close to. We also have my husband's remits for Kiddush cups. So lots of lots of silver Kiddush cups and the Shabbat candlesticks, And then obviously the Hanukkah that I mentioned. We do have some other bits and pieces of Judaica like the Seder plate and, and things like that, that we sort of put away the apple and honey dish. I'm still down the line. We will buy our own Seder plate and our own Well, actually, I quite like the apple and honey dish that was my husband's grandma that my mother in law gave me. But I think we're going to buy a beautiful Seder plate at some point that again, that gives me that, that, that incredible Jewish joy. And then moving on into the kitchen. So we have our wonderful Jewish recipe books. I love books. I love Jewish books. I love Jewish recipe books. Some of them I bought some of them Are passed down. My mom has a wonderful book full of her recipes that I'm lucky enough to have all sort of handwritten that she collected. Did anyone else's mother have the recipe book, a Way to The Way to a Man's Heart? <laughs> I remember as a kid, my mom referring to that recipe book. I think it was a recipe book full of recipes by the sort of local Jewish housewives and they managed to get it published into a little book. So it's still in my, my dad's house, my parents' house. I must, once we get the kitchen renovated, I want to keep it here it will remind me very much of my mom. But what I love about our kitchen is the place where we prepare all these wonderful Jewish recipes and Jewish food. We bake colors together with our girls. We prepare our Friday night dinners. We are, you know, cooking recipes that have been passed down from generation to generation. And it's its the hub, which is why, again, we want to make it open plan. And at the moment, it's a very small part of our house. We want to make it the center of our house. That's the downstairs and then I'm going to take you upstairs now onto the first floor where we're going to start with one of my daughter's bedrooms, Zara's bedroom. Inside Zara's bedroom there are all her favorite things and her bunk bed and there's also her special PJ Library bookshelf. So we belong to PJ Library. It's the most wonderful, wonderful resource. I recommend it to anyone with children. Do start registering them as newborns if you can. It is just the most wonderful initiative you get one free book a month for your Jewish child and it's open to everyone whether you have one Jewish parent or both Jewish parents um, go sign up at PJ Library I'll put the link in the show notes and my my children are very proud of their PJ Library books and there's lots of things in their in their bedrooms that make them feel Jewish they have a tzedakah box each they have little you know Jewish uh, bits and pieces because a lot of my work as well I love to have fun like we have Jewish confetti so they like Jewish confetti because I sprinkled it at one of my Hanukkah photo shoots they're very proud little Jewish girls and in fact the next episode the solo episode I'm going to do is all about uh, how to raise A strong, proud, resilient Jewish children because it's a theme that's come up. People always ask me, you know, how do you raise proud Jewish children? I'm really proud that my children are those proud girls. So, in two weeks' time, the next episode, the next solo episode after this will be all about how I raise. Proud Jewish children. If you if you can't wait for that episode, um, you can download our. If you're interested, you can download my guide that goes with it. We'll link to it in the show notes. It's yourjewishlife.co/slash/children. They've also got their own little Star of David necklaces that were newborn gifts from very very good friends of ours. And um, they bought each daughter when they were born a Tiffany Star of David necklace, which now that the girls are seven or eight, they really enjoy wearing to shul to synagogue. And funnily enough, I've got to tell you a funny story. Yesterday, Sasha had to do homework for, and the homework was they each, that she's going, Sasha's my eldest daughter eight. She's going to be doing a portrait of her in the, in the style of Frida Kahlo the artist. And in order to prepare for this portrait, they had to submit a photo of themselves, a self-portrait that shows their loves and their hobbies and things like that. So she's obsessed with swimming. She swims, she's part of a swim squad and she, she wanted to be in her, her swimming, her swimsuit and her goggles, but she said she wanted to wear her Star of David in the photo as well. And I loved that. And so she put on her, her special Star of David necklace. So then next door to my younger daughter's bedroom, Zara, is my bedroom. And you'd expect there maybe to be a ketubah somewhere around the house hung up. But sadly, when I planned my wedding way back in 2013, smashing the glass, my Jewish blog platform didn't, didn't exist. And I didn't know about commissioning a beautiful ketubah. And we just had a ketubah given to us by a shawl, which isn't really my style aesthetically. And it's, unfortunately, it's rolled up somewhere. We don't have it framed and beautifully hung up because... Again, it just doesn't give me that Jewish joy. I'm a really aesthetic person and we don't have our ketubah hung up as you might expect in a Jewish home. And again, we are a no judgment zone. So you want to hang up your ketubah, hang it up. Don't want to hang it up, don't hang it up. You know, we pride ourselves on being a no judgment zone. There's also a section in my bedroom for my jewelry. I have beautiful jewelry and beautiful Jewish jewelry by Designers like Ariel Tida, who does all my favorite costume jewellery. You must have seen me wearing her giant Star of David earrings in the all the reels I do. Actually, I think Ariel Tida is the only art Jewish artist whose jewellery I have and who I proudly wear. So yeah, and I show it off in my bedrooms. Well. I don't hide it away in the drawer. It's all in these beautiful clear boxes on my, on my dressing table. And that that gives me joy. You can see a theme here. The Jewish joy runs through the Jewish items I have in my, in my home, whether it's family items, whether it's items that I've invested in that bring me joy. And I love that. And then moving into my study, my office where I'm recording this podcast from on the same floor. So I have lots of Jewish books. I have Jewish art prints, things like that. I am on a sort of And wanting to do an office renovation, not office renovation, but I want to make my office absolutely gorgeous with lots of Jewish art behind me for my lives. So I will probably document that in a future podcast episode and tell you about the Jewish artists I choose. And I want to have some beautiful Jewish quotes. I want it, I want it to be pure Jewish joy, my office. So that's about it. That's my Jewish home. Then on the, you know, we've got obviously the bathrooms and then on the top floor, it's my elder daughter, Sasha's room, but sort of the Jewish items in there are similar to my younger daughter, Zara. And so I won't go into, you know, she's got her Jewish books and PJ Library, it's a ducker box, Star of David Necklace, things like that. So um, I do think Jewish book, that like filling your bookshelves with Jewish books that you love is a wonderful thing to do. Um, also in the checklist, uh, the Jewish home checklist that I mentioned earlier, yourjewishlife.co slash Jewish home, there's also a really great list of Jewish books there, whatever your interests we've got some popular Jewish books because we we do have a book club inside Smashing Life, my Jewish community. And there's some, we've also got a reading room inside Smashing Life, all my favorite Jewish reads. So if you want that curated reading room, come into Smashing Life. I'll link to that in my show notes. That's my private Jewish community. But at the very least, make sure you download the the guide, yourjewishlife.co slash Jewish home, because there's a there's a small reading list in there. But, um, you know, whatever whatever your interests are, there's Jewish books for you, whether you're looking for Torah or Jewish life or history, philosophy, Jewish law, fiction. Inside the Smashing Life reading room, we've got a great list of fiction books that have a Jewish theme. Because, you know, when you sort of, you want to go on holiday, sit by the pool, read something trashy, but wouldn't it be nice if there were sort of Jewish characters in it as well? We've got that in our Smashing Life reading room, which is really great. And they've, they've come up in our Smashing Life book club as well. So, also on the checklist at your jewishlife.co slash jewish home you've got items an exhaustive list of items for shabbat rosh hashanah passover hanukkah purim your entire home and obviously if your bookshelves. so definitely grab that and all that remains me to say is l'chaim i hope to have you in my jewish home one day in the far future you never know and from my jewish home to yours from my jewish heart to yours I love you and see you for the next episode soon. Before I go, I just want to say thank you for hanging out with me. If you love this episode, please share it with a friend if you think they'd love it just as much as well because we want to have the biggest impact we can have and so sharing goes a long way and Also, if you do love the podcast and you want to take a moment to leave me a review, I'd be so grateful. It helps so much with helping other people find the podcast. So if you'd like to leave me a review on iTunes or whatever platform you use, it really, really helps other people find this podcast. I would be so grateful. So thank you so much and I'll see you next week for more Jewish fabulousness. Same time, same place. Can't wait. If this episode inspired you in some way, I'd love you to take a screenshot of you listening on your device and post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at your Jewish life. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram and be your Instagram friend. That would be fun. And I'd also love you to subscribe and share the episode with anyone you know who might benefit from it. I'd love you to leave a review as well. All these ways make sure that more people get to listen to the podcast and get inspired to live their Jewish life their way and we can spread the Jewish joy. So that would be a lovely mitzvah if you wanted to leave a review or share this episode with a friend or subscribe. So one more thing I want to tell you about just before I go today is I've got a really great handy checklist for you if you are trying to build a Jewish home or you've, got a home and you want to make it more Jewish or you just want to feel more Jewish at home and it is a free checklist for everything you need in a modern Jewish home literally covering everything you need to set up your modern Jewish home and if you've got a lot of these things it's just a great reminder there's links to everything you need as well so it's really handy in that way too. There's checklists for Rosh Hashanah, Shabbat, Hanukkah, Passover and lots of minor Jewish holidays as well. And all sorts of fun ideas for the items too. So just head to yourjewishlife.co slash jewishhome if you want to grab that checklist. That's yourjewishlife.co, that's .co slash jewishhome, all one word. And the checklist is for you, whether you're Jewish, Jewish, or becoming Jewish. Let me know what you think. Drop me a line on Instagram and have a great day.